try you again. Right, stop lolloping about then. Get near your mic. Right. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Should we do that again, but do it together? What? What? Merry Christmas. Oh, Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) That's creepy, but yeah. Okay. Yes, well, here we are. Oh, yeah, love. Sorry it's been so long. It's my fault entirely, ladies and gents. And others. Well, I wouldn't say fault. Right. I'll say it's not really a matter of fault, is it? Blame or credit. I mean, I'm just saying. Fucking hell. As you can see, nothing's changed. (laughs) We can't... It's so long, we can't can't even remember, can we? Remember what? Oh, Oh, dear. Tish, push, bibble. Right. You started it. How you been, love? Talking about... Not too bad. I mean, it, you know, you carry on, don't you? <laughs> you do. As well, you've be- got no choice. Well, you do. As best you can. You could end it. Well, you, yeah. you have, I think, rather than you do. Get you. you do have a choice. One does have a choice, yes. Yes, yes, yes I, can, I can allow that. Dickhead. <laughs> Why haven't we done this more often? <laughs> I don't, it's weird, isn't it? I don't Cause know. Because we get on so well. But, yes, you've been busy. I've been very busy, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, God help me. God I'll tell you what else happened to me, Well, I've got a little story for you. Uh, all right. Do you, want, do you want to record this? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Not bad. Oh, good. It just amused me, and I thought it might oh, amuse right. you. Yes, I'm sure it... And so it was my might. brother's anniversary on November the 22nd. Yes. Of his death. And what I normally do, hypocritically, admittedly, is pop to a sort of religious, religious place and light a candle or whatever, you know. Right. Yeah. I can't wait for the punch. <laughs> <laughs> so, November the 22nd this year, I was at work. So I was in Nottingham, mm-hmm. uh, working. And so there wasn't a church around anywhere. The nearest place was the Salvation Army. With, what, a sort of Salvation Army With a me- sort meeting of hall in it, place. like a church, yeah. They don't have their own churches, do they? No. Well, it's a bit like that, yeah. They're not a... In themselves, are they? No, I don't think so. Anyway, anyway, I ran over at lunchtime, didn't have long, sort of half an hour or so. Ran over to the Sally Army, they were just closing the door, and I went, Oh, do you mind if I, you know, explain the situation? Mm. You know, I'd like to come in and light a candle. And they went, Oh, we don't have candles, of course, because it's the Sally Army, they don't have popish things like candles. Yes, it's a bit high. It is a bit, a bit high, high church, isn't it? Anyway, so what the guy said to me was, I'll, let, I'll take you into the what he called the church anyway and said what we do have is a tree of remembrance and I went oh lovely okay so took me in and I sort of sat down and had some thoughts you know as one does on these days and then he brought over a little sort of star shaped card for me to write James's name on and then we'd hang it on the tree kind of thing you know yeah quite sweet and so I wrote James's name down and then when he walked me over to this tree (laughs) which was bright white like a sort of B&M Bargains 10 quid tree. You with me? Not a real tree. Not a real tree. Not an organic. Not a big sort of Christmas tree. Just a sort of shit. It was white. Yeah, bright white. Well, all white. The tree, the trunk branches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole leaves. thing was white. It was, like a, it was like you'd have in a Christmas tree in your house or whatever. It was like mm. that. And so he walked me over to that and we hung, we hung James's name on it. And then he said, I'll put the lights on for you. And yes. then he walked over and turned the lights on. It was like 
a fucking disco. It was just going mental. This tree just flashing, flashing like different coloured lights, like strobe lights. lights. It was. I mean, it was just the least reverent thing I yeah. could have been doing. It, 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 it didn't start playing jolly <laughs> Christmas bells. music or something, did it? <laughs> no, but it wasn't far off that. But it did. It did make me. Chuckle to myself. So they don't have candles. No, but, but they do have a very cheap, very luminescent, very irreverent tray that lights up and flashes. It and, was it was funny. I thought you'd laugh, but you gaudy. didn't. Well, it's a bit, <laughs> you know, given the circumstances. No, true, but I did yeah. think, oh, James would have found that funny. To be fair, good. You good, know, good. it was just it was me trying to have a reverent moment, and it turned into fucking boogie wonderland. Are we really going to talk about Christmas? It was your idea. I've got loads of stuff. Well, let's do the other stuff. Oh, all right. We can do Christmas stuff later, can't Oh, we? fuck Christmas, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can... You're a... uh, all this needs is me just putting some sleigh bells on the theme tune. Done. Christmas episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're an absolute whiz with all the... Oh, absolutely. All the stuff, aren't you? Yeah. 2022. Well, I, it, I mean, you're not much of a fan of... 20th century poetry, are you? Some of it's all right. Yeah. I mean, war, more... though, see, you know, a bit of Wilfred Aaron. Yeah. Secrets always... are soon. Yeah, powerful stuff, certainly. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not much, I mean, anything that could remotely be called modernist or experimental, that's not me. Uh, not I necessarily. Mean, well, T.S. Really like the Beatles. But you mean poetry? Yes. Poetry rather than pop music. Dave. <laughs> Off. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm certainly not a fan I'm, of T.S. Eliot. No. Well, yes, I've heard you speak quite dismissively of him. No, oh, he's an anagram of toilets, and I think that's where he belongs. Let's not have this palindrome argument, because you're wrong. It is a... Pa- no. Of course it isn't. It's, uh, yeah, not in the sense that it's the, it reads the same backwards, but in the sense that... Well, it, that is a palindrome. That's no, by definition, you twat. I didn't say it was a palindromic word. I said it was... <laughs> the uh, things we have arguments about <laughs> for ten years. Go on. T. Eliot is toilet backwards. Yeah. And there is a palindrome that begins with T. Eliot and ends with the word toilet. Right. And somewhere in the middle it's got drab bard. Right. That was all I meant, but you kept... You didn't! Go- you kept saying, insisting that T.S. Eliot was a palindrome. Well, I said, it, I, I said, or at least meant, that it could be used in a palindrome. You didn't say that. That is not what you said. I'm Right, I'm calling Kaz now. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, me up. I don't think we were At being her child's rec- christening, we were arguing about was, this. Was it then? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I vaguely remember that. <laughs> yeah. I remember you writing it down on a... Yeah, to show you that it wasn't a palindrome. Yeah. I was just trying to... I was just maintaining you, that it was toilet backwards. OK, it isn't. Yes, it is. T.S. Eliot is how he's T. Eliot. Right, but that's, that isn't his name, that's is That's why they... Well, neither is T.S. Eliot. It was Thomas Stearns Eliot. Well, that's T.S. T. Eliot. Yeah, he called himself T.S. Eliot. That's like me saying, my name is not W. Jessup. It's W.G. Jessup. Well, that is how he's known. Yes. That's how he branded himself, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? With his red-hot poker, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He Brand- didn't call himself T. Elliot, did he? No, but in this... But, yeah, but it's, it's legitimate to call him that. I don't think it is. For the purposes of... A, well, this is, you're shifting your argument oh, uh, now. Yeah, good old E. Cummings. <laughs> he was great, wasn't he? <laughs> that would be just... J. Tolkien. That would be just as valid. George R. Martin. 
Yeah, he could have been G.R. Martin. He isn't, though, is he? Well, you can call yourself that, but oh, it doesn't mean that you're... Say. Look, I didn't... Nobody got my permission to call me Mr. W.G. Jessup on no, my debit card. But you card. didn't write that on a book cover and sell yourself, and every piece of work you've ever published, which is zero currently, but if you were to do so and call yourself W.G. Jessup, then it would be weird if someone suddenly referred to you as W. Jessup. It's like J. Tolkien. Not, Who does that? Not, not, not all that weird. It is. Anyway, for the purposes of this palindrome, <laughs> should we look it up? Actually? The things we argue about. I think I have looked it up. Good. And well found done. It. But that isn't the point you and, were making. And it's t- it is. It is. Well, the, you made the it badly, T. Elliot, I think you'll find you weren't uh, paying attention. <laughs> I was. T- I was just outraged that you're calling him T. Elliot because that isn't his fucking name. Neither. Well, he was along with T. S. Elliot. <sighs> Come on. I mean, you could. I could call you D. Culling. Right, but my point is. Oh, forget it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> your point is not worth making. <laughs> what is your middle name? John. Oh, yeah. So DJ Culling. DJ Culling in, in the house. In the house. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, David, oh. I think after the doctor, because they couldn't be bothered to think of a name, and then John after my dad. Whereas my brother was James Nicholas Culling. Oh, what like was that? Two names they'd actually thought about. Oh. Was that after anyone? No, don't think was so. It uncle? was just like, oh, those are nice names, whereas mine was just, that'll do. Oh, well. You were knackered by that point, probably couldn't be asked. The younger, the younger yeah. one. The second one is always a bit of a... The other one, as I was known throughout my childhood. Affectionately, I'm sure. Mm, yeah. You do look back on it and think, yeah, it was affectionate, but at the time you thought of a bit, mm. They didn't actually call, refer yeah, to my dad, that. my dad... Always called me the other one. James and the other, the other one. one. Yeah. T's ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I know, isn't it sweet? <laughs> well, it's obviously scarred you emotionally. Yeah, yeah. But hey-ho. Hey-ho. Um, anyway, getting back to T.S. Eliot, it's uh, 1922 was no, the, oh, the year that... Um, it is the centenary of the publication of The Wasteland yeah. by S. Eliot... <laughs> Or T.S. Eliot, or Tom Eliot, or Tommy Eliot, or the Elmeister. Scott Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, he's quite often referred to as Scott Fitzgerald. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Mm, The F is often left off. (laughs) Is in your life. Go on. (laughs) I mean, when you're not the most practical of people... Yeah, for you, that is an achievement, isn't it? Well, you know, I've never claimed to be able to... I don't know, make a... Assemble a piece of furniture. Paper, I've never tried. I've, um, I've, uh, I've, I've screwed on a few toilet uh, seats. Have you? Yes, and they didn't come off. Well, they must have done, otherwise you wouldn't have been screwing on a few of them. No, I mean, when one had gone, was, you know, needed replacing, I was able to get them and find the right, put the screws in the right place. Oh, well done. And, and then, you know, sat on them to make sure they weren't wobbling all over the place. <laughs> Good tightening with your screwdriver. And yeah, there yeah. they were. Oh. Admittedly, I've never changed a plug, but you don't have to do that really nowadays, do you? Not as much as you used to, no. Have you? Have you done the uh, yeah. trimming the trimming the yeah. um, outer uh, yeah. Yeah, and brown at the top and yeah, yeah. blue underneath and yeah. and the stripy one? Why are we having a the sort of alpha one alphaing one another changing a plug? I can change light bulbs. I mean, fucking anyone can change a light bulb. You pussy. 
<laughs> go on, speaking of pussies, Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Go on. 1922, The Wasteland. What's your point? Get to it soon, because I'm cutting all this. Just that there's been a lot of uh, anniversaries, not anniversaries, centenaries. Well, there's a lot of centenaries every year, one No, but particularly in because 1922, there was, uh, it was the publication of uh, The Wasteland yes. by T.S. Eliot and Ulysses by James Joyce. Yeah. yeah. Not uh, a fan of either. Have you read either? Yeah. You haven't read Ulysses? No, I haven't read Ulysses. Yeah. But I've read bits of it and I thought, this isn't for me. Yeah, but... You must have read The Wasteland. It's yeah. not It's not that long. I have. My brother studied it at school. Uh, even Sorry to tolerate it. Um, I guess shit. Uh, yes, David. <laughs> Quiet. Um, what the, is your point? The, well, the, in 1922, the British Broadcasting Company yeah. was formed. It was after the general strike, actually. Um, I think in 1926 that the uh, that it was incorporated by Royal Charter, which <laughs> which means if I don't. If you're still awake at home, which, go on, get which, on with it. Which means I don't know what. But it's very important. That was when it became the British Broadcasting Corporation. Right. Not just a company. Yeah. It was incorporated by Royal Charter. And yeah. that's why the charter is renewed every yep. ten years or yep. whatever. Yeah. Yep. So this is the 100th birthday. This year has been the centenary of the BBC. Right. So they've been doing lots of archive stuff, haven't uh, okay. they? Yeah, yeah. And all yeah, that yeah. and lots of... Uh, Lots of, you know, looking back over the... And, you know, and the bits have turned up in people's attics and from all over the world, you know, somebody's Mm. granddad died. Didn't you find one? Or someone you know found one? Well, they they have found uh, what is possibly the first... Just, this is where James Joyce comes in. Uh Uh, They found what is believed to be the first uh, radio discussion uh, of Finnegan's Wake. Okay. Do we need to know a little bit about Finnegan's Wake, do you think? Well, I'm sure you need all the background information <laughs> we can fit in. Go on. Well, it's the novel that James Joyce wrote after Ulysses. Mm. Uh, he was at work on it for 17 years. Christ. It came out in 1939, I think a few months or weeks before the outbreak of the Second World War. Yep. Probably set it off. Yeah, but, go on. Um, anyway, they found it, someone. Someone had a you know, tape recording of. Um, okay. Yeah, of um, the the forerunner of uh, you know the arts programs. They didn't. Do we need to know that Finnegan's Wake has a certain style to it? Do you think for our audience to get this? Well, th- well, this is mentioned on the. Oh, um, okay, fine. Well, no, all right. I'll 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 read a bit. It's probably. probably yeah, I probably think that would help. Best. This this is the opening the opening few lines. Okay, hit us okay. with it, mate. Yeah. River Run, past even Adams, from swerve of shore to bend of bay, brings us by a commodious vicus of recirculation back to Howth Castle and environs. Sir Tristram, Viole d'Amores, for over the short sea, had Passancourt re-arrived from North Armorica, on this side the scraggy isthmus of Europe Minor, to wield a fight his peninsulate war. Nor had Topsoyer's rocks by the stream O'Conny exaggerated themselves to Lawrence County's gorgios, while they went doubling their mumper all the time. <laughs> Okay, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the opening. Yeah, total shit. Yeah. Uh, does it go well, on like that for the whole book? Uh, well, this is a shortened version. But does it, it go, like, does it ever stop being like that? 
the, uh, like the, just the, normal the intensive experimentation of um, I mean I suppose for, for a lot of people including you uh, and probably most of our listeners the concepts are just too difficult <laughs> you, you know. fucking knob but <laughs> as I believe he does not speak for me dear listener as I believe the uh, this is a public service podcast uh, yes. um, disservice yeah uh, then I think uh, anyway so I thought right. we should I know it, it might not be funny we've got it I've, on we've got it on sort of reel to reel tape haven't we we've got it on no well I've managed to transfer it oh, I'm not well a complete technological oh okay so imbecile. we can just play our listeners that interview now. we can just play the listeners that's from 1939 from a program they had called the reading room okay good evening this is The Reading Room with Alistair Mild. 1939 has not been a terribly encouraging year. The economic slump barely recovering, unemployment barely pulling its socks up, and of course the war. What a lot of us could do with is a good book to keep us pleasantly or usefully distracted for a while. While some favour a detective story, others incline towards a tale of adventure. Others relish comedy. There are yet others who favour what one might call the difficult. Such discerning readers might explore the works of Lawrence, Richardson, Lewis, Stein, Hemingway, or perhaps James Joyce. Seventeen years ago, Mr. Joyce gave us Ulysses. Now he's given us Finnegan's Wake. Those who found his last offering rather difficult to follow after the first few pages might find themselves even more puzzled by this, his latest work. Here to discuss this remarkable new novel is Mr. Adrian Stern of the Literary Chronicle. Mr. Stern, what do you think of Finnegan's Wake? I'm very much afraid that Mr. Joyce has taken literally the idea that modern writing is all nonsense. This book, this thing, is quite literally nonsense. He begins with a made-up word, made of two words run together, and he begins his opening sentence with no capital letter. Oh, punctuation doesn't matter, they cry. The please-yourself-anything-goes modernists. Uh, But then after this uncapitalized open word, he puts a comma. A comma, so punctuation is relevant all of a sudden. And he ends this novel, if such we may call it, without a, uh, a full stop, uh, preceded by the word the. Mr. Joyce, either punctuation is necessary or it is not. As for the words and the syntax, well, Mr. Lewis Carroll exhausted the potential of nonsense in his jabberwocky in three short stanzas. Mr. Joyce asks us to be amused by such wordplay for 500 or so pages. I weep for a world in which such nonsense can be taken for profundity uh, and art. Well, uh, clearly not the book you'll be settling down with after Christmas dinner, Mr. Stern. (laughs) Well, perhaps Mr. Joyce might hope for a more favourable view of his latest work from our other guest, Professor Stanley Unwin. Professor Unwin, what do you make of it? Well, with all due regard of Mr. Stern's respect to Bowles, I had say he sticky grips the wrong ends, ways and means. Mr. Joyce, in presiduous book uh, Ulysses, penly described a whole dabling, both intestine and outerly, into Mrs. and Pandoricon. One bubbling four and twenty hour, yet what flickers and flashes, flowings and flowerings he bids us follow. But whereas in Ulysses, no shame's choice did tellings of day life wake life, now in this tome of night life, slumber light or heavingly, he does the tellings, does them all from legendary end to nihilanimous begin again. 
As you expectantly, in dream time, Logwidge and Langic quite proteously chalter, expending and counteracting as thoughts metamorphoses. So, in one Morpheus night of bye-byes, all humane history is recyclitated from fall of giant to turn of wheel, like corpse rot to soil flower or sea cloud to rain river. Deep Joyce, a real page-turner. Well... That's given us all something to think about, and perhaps to chat about over our festive turkey or goose. It remains only for me to wish all our listeners a Merry Christmas. Merely crumbles. Last scotch, please. So it's, you know, our our 25th podcast, as it were, anniversary, and it's also, of course, 25 years since the death of uh, Diana, Princess of Wales. And just thinking back about, you know, the 25 years since... Diana and the 25 podcasts that we've done like a lot of people I feel that Diana's story you know quite weirdly paralleled mine mm. my story well especially specifically with this podcast because <laughs> when we started <laughs> yeah when we started it was all you know all new and everything and I was kind of yeah I was new to all this podcasting I didn't know what was going on and it was a bit like diana in the early you know back in 1980 81 the days of you know when she was first when you know before the engagement was announced and uh, and she was suddenly thrown into this world and she was kind of you know shy but you know full of vitality and Mm. and all that um and I, i think i was a bit like that i was basically naive going into this podcasting thing and then and then, you know, after a, a few years, you know, it was obvious that, you know, she she started to to gain in confidence. People started to love her more. And she would, you know, it, it was nourishment to her, that that love. And it was it was like, you know, with our, with our followers on the podcast, I, yeah, you know, both I, of them. I felt some real validation. Um, and then, you know, with Diana, of course, there was the, uh, you know, she realised that she was, she was living living a lie um and that you know she was being controlled and like you know her voice was being was being controlled she was in this, she had this amazing platform but she was effectively gagged silenced and it was you know how does I, that relate to us well i i remember you know that it, it it sort of happened like they say gradually and then suddenly i realized you know that you were you know because you were, you were editing these things you were literally <laughs> Controlling my voice. Yeah, yeah. What I had to say. Yeah. Uh, had to get past you. Yeah. So yeah, okay. you know, I was out there. I had this amazing public, but I couldn't always tell them what I really mm. needed to tell them, wanted to tell them. Um, and so I, and I remember thinking, well, you know, like Diana when she did the interview and she said that, you know, that line that will echo down the ages. Um, uh, there were three people in this marriage, and so it was a little bit crowded. And I thought, yeah, there are there are three. In a way, there are three people in this podcast. There's there's me, there's you, and there was your controlling ego. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we know uh, what happened with you know Diana. She she made her break um and then she was pursued literally to her death in a paris tunnel and the the relevance of that well, that's where the fucking analogy breaks down isn't it <laughs> <laughs> duh brain 
I think, is it not also the 25th anniversary of us sort of ish knowing each other? 1997, it is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 See, I remember, when, you know, the first shows we did, and I was in this, you know, new world. It was all very... Oh, uh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't, I can't make that one no. I do remember a rehearsal that we had, like, very, like, one of two or whatever, and mm. thinking, yeah, this person can make me cry with laughter. Ah, oh, who was that? You, love. Oh, oh, that's nice. I remember you jumping over a chair in a rather blatant display of sort of, well, you know, the, like the way gorillas, is it, you know, <laughs> do, in, indulge in uh, displays of virility to... Oh, know, really? ...to make sure that they're the... Um, oh, the, that you knew I was... The leader of the pack. The, yeah, because I'm, I'm just so like that. <laughs> Aren't I? I'm just like that. No, you did... I remember I tried... I, Late, some time later, tried to jump over the same chair and <laughs> fell on your ass. Well, no, I did knock the chair over. <laughs> I, t- I didn't quite clear it. I didn't go sprawling on the on the ground. That reminds me of when we did the Winter's Tale. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> and you had to come on. No, yeah, was it the Winter's Tale? I think it was. And there was a sort of chair in the wings, wasn't well, it? Well, in the very dark, pitch dark wings. Yeah. There were quite a few of us back Yeah, there. the best, best, but you hit it on the way on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then did your bit on stage, and then you hit it again on the way off. Yes, and you all heard the big clunk <laughs> as I exited and... All but you'd, you'd learnt nothing from hitting it on the way on. It was still pitch dark, wasn't it? I knew roughly where I, where it was. I suppose I could have tiptoed oh, it's round so good. it. Yeah. So good. Well, oh, funny we times, funny days. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, so I mean, probably about a year before that must have been the time. 1996. It was the first time that my mum met, well, my now ex-wife, but was my girlfriend at the time, Alison. Right? Oh yeah. So the first first meeting. Now uh, Ali ninety five. Yeah, ninety five probably, yeah. Um so and Alison's cat had been sick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do you mean it had vomited? No, no, no. It had been ill. It'd been ill. But that gave us something to talk about. Yeah, well anyway. So there wasn't an awkward silence. Now so the first meeting took Ali back to my mum's right. now we sat at the dinner table. Right, having dinner. Yeah, and yeah. what what question do you think my mum asked Alison? Asked my partner. What what do you think she would have said? Do you want to say that again so you can? Yeah. So you what can question? Edit. What question do you think my mum would have asked uh, my partner, my girlfriend? Um, what do you see in him? <laughs> uh, he, he's he's not inheriting any money, you know. Yeah. What's um, the point of this? Right. So what she actually said was, "How's your pussy?" <laughs> Yes, meaning meaning the cat. I know, but it was like she was auditioning her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did, what, did, what a thing to ask. Did I, did, um... Uh, I laughed. Did... I hysterically, of course, and then Alan, uh, my girlfriend was just kicking me under the table to shut me up. Did she manage... Yeah, did, she did managed to answer, mani- yeah. Did she yeah. manage not to laugh? Yeah, 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 she managed not to laugh, whereas I was just howling, as you can imagine. Didn't your... Didn't your mum laugh? Didn't no. Did she realise? No, I don't think so. Oh, surely she must have. She must have done. Mrs Slocum's pussy. Yeah, it was just, I mean, what a fucking, oh, dear God. You know that S- SMRA? <coughs> no, not MR. ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> not that there's the disease, isn't there? MRSA? Mm-hmm. 
that's the disease that mm. you can get. Mm. And it's bad. From whispering that, into my Yeah, head. whispering. And that it seemed to emerge on the internet, I don't know, mm. five years ago. I thought it was a joke. If you were doing ASMR, what would you do? Well, what, you can be anything. Well, go on, do us a bit. Of what? You just, well, no, you well, lick your lips or something. You're trying to get me off to sleep. Go on. I don't know. It might come out creepy. Go on. Not just sound, not I just him, sound man. like a slightly breathless psychopath. No, you say they say things, don't they? I thought it was just no- noises, like like you know somebody eating crisps. No, I think it's so. more like what's restful about someone eating crisps? <laughs> That'll get you off, won't it? <laughs> Fucking hell! They do. Yeah. I dozed off immediately as soon as someone chowing down on some Golden Wonder. I've seen on on programs on the on the electrical television. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, on the, on the Saturday morning, Sunday morning cooking programs. And there's, you know, they'll say, you know, just for a jokey bit, they'll say, oh, and well, now guess what? Guess what I'm eating here? And now somebody. Yeah, but that's not ASMR. Well, it's more it's... like, hello, I hope you're okay. I'm just trying to <laughs> soothe you off to sleep. I'm just trying to enter your nightmares <laughs> so that you'll never sleep soundly ever again. I'm in the cupboard. Yeah, I mean, what? Cupboard. I'm in the wardrobe. I'm in the cupboard. <laughs> next to the baked beans. In your kitchen. In your kitchen bedroom. Times are hard. <laughs> right. Um, when we last did a show together, or maybe maybe the time before, you were the queen obsessed with a song. No, I'm not talking about the Queen. You were obsessed with a song called... God bless America. Yeah, tell us, tell us about it. Well, I first heard about it um, when it came on in a, uh, an ad break in a documentary I was watching about the Queen. It was not long before she died. Oh fuck off! Don't drag this back to the Queen. Um, Go on, God bless America. Oh yes. Go on. Uh, um, well, it's a sort of well, I believe um, Donald Trump. Yeah. I suppose you find him uh, boring and irrelevant. Not boring, well. I find him hideous and, and abhorrent, yeah. Yes. Although he was elected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so was we, Hitler. I can't bless. Um, well, yes, but he, he rigged the elections. Anyway, go on. Um, yeah, well, it's a, it's a very posh... Uh, posh? It's not posh, it's not at, posh all. at all. What are you talking about? It, it's, it's patriotic. Yeah, yeah. Do- Donald Trump has it as his... Um, <coughs> As his music when he gets up on stage at his rallies, which seem to be well attended, and um, yeah, so g- go on with the song. Yeah, we all we what, know you want about me Donald to sing Trump. It? No, well, tell us a bit about it. Well, it you cor- were singing it for about a month, obsessed with it, Not like you get obsessed, obsessed with little things, like that. Go on, you know you do. Go on. Um, well, the video tells a story. You remember that? It seems to be set in the South. And Give us a blast of the song. I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. Uh, and then I'd, uh, and I'm, or at least I know I'm free. And I'd proudly stand. Oh, no. And then it goes on to, and, and I'd proudly stand up next to you and defend her still today. For there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Mm. Awful. Yeah, well, in the, you've seen the video. 
I've seen the video, you <laughs> yeah. silly sod. But yeah. people at home haven't, have they? Oh well, it seems to be set in in the. Um, Come into the mic a bit. Somewhere in the uh, in, in the in one of the you? southern states. Yeah, and Texas, he, he seems to be a farmer. Well, I don't know. Yeah, he, he seems to be a farmer, and and it starts. Well, I'm sure everyone can look up. I'm sure everyone is already looking up the uh, terrible the, song. The lyrics. It's uh, it starts off. Anyway, it seems to be telling the story that they're selling the farm and he has to go off with his family, his wife and two kids and mm. possibly a dog or two. And they sort of sail off across what looks like a desert into the sunset, but it's but it's all right. Because it looks as if they're having a family... It's a confusing video. It lo- yeah, it looks as if they're having a family party, as if they're all relatives, <coughs> a sort yeah. of, you know, Whistler's mother type. Uh, old woman comes in uh, and there's... Uh, and, and then he's... the. The sort of main character of the song, or I think he's played by the the singer, whatever uh, his name is. Uh. They, he's sitting next to another young bloke, and they're looking through a photo album, and they come upon a, a photo of this the other guy in uh, in military uniform, mm. and then the sort of the main character sort of suddenly sort of looks at him in surprise and reverence. Oh, uh, you know, oh, I didn't know you were a vet. Yeah, and I think he's a moment shake his hand and yeah, like yeah. that, and it sort of looks like a family reunion. But then, then we see that they seem to be waving him off in his in his <laughs> yeah. jeep or pickup truck, singing in their house. <laughs> well, no, and then there's a sign saying, um, you know, sale, you know, f- business failed, f- um, auction today, and so they these other people seem to be the people who are moving into the house he's had to leave because he's. Business has gone tits up. <laughs> yeah. He's he's made his family and himself homeless. Right. So they're going off to live in a. Tr- I don't know. I may have misinterpreted. No, it is it is weird. It's confusing. But because it, uh, he's so friendly with these people, you think mm. they're his family. Mm, mm. Trying to trying to cram a jammy dodger <laughs> in your face when I'm trying to get you to speak. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think Donald Trump chose it as his... Because um, he's a fucking idiot. ...theme music. Mm. Because I suppose it's catchy, because you you made me sing it, and someone who'd never met you before at a murder mystery. Did they? Yeah. Who's that? Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay, yeah. yeah. You were singing it all night at <laughs> people. Well, at, not at people. You were. Just while, and then she'd never met you before, and she went home singing. Fucking, <laughs> I'm proud to be an American, or whatever. I'm proud to be, be an American. American. I love this land of. Something. There ain't no doubt. I love this land. God bless the USA. No. That's the, that's the last. Um, oh yeah, that bit. But that's not. That's what I'm saying. The first line. Why don't we play it for our? No, gra- just give us a give us the lyrics, and we can sing it for our grateful lyrics. For a grateful listener. The and I'm proud again? to be an American. Cause alone this where land least, I love. Where at least I know I'm free. Where at least I know I'm free, yeah. I'm producing a lot of discharge. I'm producing a lot of discharge. <laughs> Fucking There's blood right in my wee. I'm pr- oh sorry, I've missed out the U. I'm proud. What did you type in? How did discharge I'm, come up? I'm prod. <laughs> I'm producing a lot of discharge. <laughs> Here we are. I'm proud to be an American. Oh, look at that. See, first comes up the, oh, fucking the hell. flag. It appears... The first album it appears on is his, um, Lee Greenwood. Lee Greenwood's 
album, 1984 album, You've Got a Good Love Coming. <laughs> but I've you, got but, a good love coming. But you're producing a lot of discharge. <laughs> yeah. Lyrics. Why did you? Why didn't you just type in lyrics? Oh, that's an idea. Well, because I couldn't remember You're what the title was. I couldn't remember what the title was. Oh, lyrics! There it is. Is it? If tomorrow will. No, no, no. I'm not bothered about that bit. The what? chorus. Well, uh, just for background, um, <laughs> if tomorrow all the things were gone, I worked for all my life, and I had to start again with just my children and my wife. Yeah, bad luck. <laughs> Fucking I'd hell. I have to put up with them three. I'd oh, Jesus. Sounds like he's about to, and I'd, I'd put her on the game and send the kids down the mines. He <laughs> doesn't sound thrilled to be married and with child. <laughs> with just my children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today because the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. Who's they? Because mm-hmm. you'd be damn sure as hell they want to take it away. <laughs> That's why I've joined my local militia. And I'm proud to be, and I'm proud proud to to be, be an American, American where at least I know I'm free. And, and I won't forget yeah, the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I'll gladly stand up next to you and defend <laughs> her still today. Because there ain't no doubt I Why love change keys? this yeah. land. God bless the USA. Well, I don't know what song this key is in, but it's long. Wait, it's like Bliss is here. Is she coming tonight for our Christmas special? Well, we'll just eat Jammy Dodger. <laughs> we'll call this the Jammy Dodger episode. Mm. Well, it is the Christmas episode, isn't it? And, yeah. they are, and they are red in the middle. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, they look like a little... They could be a little round lump of snow with a bit of blood on it. <laughs> and what... Could be more festive more, than that. Could be more Christmassy than that image. You're a fucking maniac. Oh, yeah. Have you, is Bliss joining us? Who's joining us? Who's our special guest this week? Well, Stanley Unwin. Um, mm-hmm. We heard from him earlier. Yeah. Mm. I feel we're slightly shortchanging our listeners if we don't have some <laughs> sort of guest. And they'll both be livid. Okay. Have we got one? Well, you know... Where there's a bliss, there's a there's a there's have a, you got something? There's a project. Before we do that, speaking of the monarchy, will yes. If out of all the monarchs in history, assuming you were bisexual, which okay. which monarch would you sleep with? Um, Are there any? Well, I mean, you know, the one who just popped her clogs in her prime was. Uh, <laughs> although I, I prefer Margaret, really. Yeah. Young Margaret. She looks a bit more like a bloke, don't she? That's why you like her. I say like a bloke. They both looked a bit, I don't know, a bit, a bit Mediterranean. <laughs> right, so the dead queen, but when she was young? When she was about 30. Right, OK. Maybe 25. Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Out of all the monarchs in history? Well, they're the only Were ones any of them sexy? Bi- but if I was bisexual, uh is this British monarch? Yeah. Um, but no, but I mean, he... Edward VIII. Edward VIII. Was a young man? Edward VIII. Oh, I don't know. No, none of them. He Princess was... Anne? Ooh, Queen Anne? Have... Oh, not Queen Anne. Princess no, not Anne. Pr- Princess Anne? When she was young. No. Oh, those, that rather, you know, large-lipped horsey look. <laughs> 
the description is so bad. <laughs> but I like that. that I know yeah. you do. Does you it? like weird-looking people? But you know the horse scene. You know, there's something a bit. You know, what? she might. I don't know. She might. What? Want a sugar lump? What? <laughs> 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 well, you know, she might chow down give, on an apple. Give her a nose bag, or <laughs> you know, she might. She might be. You know, up for saddling up. If I got a, a nice, you know, not a real horse's saddle, a nice, l- very light one, but it looked... But your cock went through it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> what? Oh, God, he's what picked up his it? glasses. What is it? He's or... holding them like he's making a really important point. And he's got a jammy dodger in his other hand and just, dro- just dropped it on the floor like a twat. And now he's trying to reach the fucking thing. I can't see any of him. I can't see his face. I can, can't see his back now. He's gone so low to get this jammy dodger. What an idiot. <laughs> what an absolute idiot. Now, speaking of films, because we haven't got longer. Speaking of films and Christmas, a lot of people... Well, certainly in my generation, we're very excited to like watch the new, uh, you know, instalment of Star Wars. Say, now you've seen Star Wars, haven't you? Twice, and you didn't understand it, did you? Well, neither, neither time. I mean, the first time <laughs> I saw it. What's to understand? It's a fucking film for kids. I mean, it's such it, a it, simple film. Why didn't you understand it's it? Not that simple. I mean, all right, it's simple. There's goodies and baddies, but uh, I remember just thinking there's mm, too much flashbang wallop. Yeah. Things flying through the... I remember, the, you know, thinking in my eight-year-old way... You're such a strange little boy. Come, come on, I want some... I want, a I want some more. nuanced characterisation. <laughs> Mater, what have you brought me to? This isn't the Nash. <laughs> no, well, what's that to know? Well, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that I was too, too mature for it or anything. I just didn't find it... I didn't quite get who they all were. What's to get? Well, they were all sort there's of an evil empire. Yeah, Darth Vader's well, yeah, an evil sure guy. That, what, there's the empire. Then there's the rebels against the empire. The rebels, but yeah, but I wasn't too sure if that, you know. Well, I sort of got the okay, they're rebels, so that's but 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 like the Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but like goodie. The, but the rebels aren't necessarily the goodies. Well, they are the goodies, aren't they? Not in not in the. American oh, you Civil you War. you weren't happy about fucking. <laughs> oh, couldn't they're saying bad things about the empire, Mater? No, I'm just saying the rebels, it depends what you're rebelling against, doesn't it? Well, they were rebelling against the evil empire, of which Darth Vader was a, a member. And I didn't get him either, Darth Vader. I thought he... he, he I'd sort of, I was expecting him to be the chief baddie, but it seemed to be this old bloke, who I later realised was Peter Cushing. Darth Vader just seemed to appear in his big, all his big black looming capiness and <laughs> hold someone up by their neck. Yeah, yeah OK, bad, that's fairly Bad scary. person, yeah. But um, I couldn't really work out what the f- what the fight was about, what the war was about. I was quite impressed by the bit where... People rebelling against the Empire, who were sort of, you know, autocratic. Well, yeah, but they... They what? <laughs> they, did, they did a lovely line in House Slippers. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I just they brought order, you know. <laughs> they made the trains, well, the <laughs> yeah. spaceships yeah. run on time. They did, yeah. They built the autobahn. <laughs> Bless them. So, it's such a strange thing to me that you don't get it. I mean, it's such a simple little film. It's such a simple little film. It is. 
What did that? You've got bloody mi- mi- you've got what look like humans. Yeah. Um. Then you've got. Oh, you didn't get that in Star Trek, did you? Or Doctor Who? No, at least there was never ever like <laughs> Doctor Who alien that just had purple eyebrows or something. <laughs> there were. I mean, there were some humans. There was. Then there was Chewbacca. Yeah. Was meant to be was some a sort of giant dog. <laughs> A giant dog. He was yeah. a sort of bipedal dog. Yeah, bipedal yeah. dog. He's a Wookiee. Well, what's a Wookiee? That wasn't. I could have done with it. They could have. You wanted a glossary. An information booklet <laughs> of some kind. <laughs> and uh, and the um... Princess Leia. Yeah, pr- now pr- that's Princess Leia. She's a princess, but, yeah. but she's on the side of the rebels. So yeah. she's she... a rebel princess. Yeah, is she? she is. Yeah. Oh. That's why her home planet gets destroyed. Well, I mean, the, you know, the, Amer- the rebels in the American Civil War weren't the goodies. Oh, fuck. So you were thinking this at eight, were you? Mm, well, no, probably not, but... Um, well, you, you might have been. <laughs> no. Between bouts of staring at empty swimming pools. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking weirdo kid. Um, do we have a guest this week, Well, Just putting in some uh, background. Uh, yeah, well, I believe Bliss um, is not, is not uh, averse to... Oh, is she, is she here? Oh, here she comes. Hi, Bliss. You pout. Hello, Bliss. You okay? Hi, yeah. Yeah, did you have a nice Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't always celebrate Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Sorry. I feel it's been kind of imposed by society, which is basically patriarchal. Um, Mind the radiator. (laughs) I notice you English people always put your radiators in, like, Real awkward places. Oh yes, it's my fault. You know the world of business. I think you know people always think of it as a very masculine kind of world. I don't think it's as simple as that. No. I think uh, the whole idea that you can't be a spiritual person and uh, a holistic person and um, just an all-round person with many facets, mm. many faces mm. so many faces that you know from a distance you might look almost spheroid <laughs> but what but when you look close up yeah. you can see there are surfaces there are pheroids and they're not okay <laughs> pheroids <laughs> no i'm sorry i just I'm sorry I you just made up a confused. word i had to um no i just gotta pick up my prescription later um, <laughs> spirituality isn't like that okay um bit lost i'll be honest yeah exactly you know that's that's how it often feels for women in the world of business right the so point you is out, you were out of your depth is what you mean no i didn't say that don't oh put, sorry don't put words into my mouth okay sorry i believe you Can like a gun in your mouth i believe you like <laughs> putting words into people's mouths okay go on Anyway, what I would like to talk about is... Oh, God, is that not what you wanted to talk about? No, I have a new product. Oh, okay. There's so much I like to Why talk about. Why are you doing about. this again? Are you just getting sued? Why have you got a new product sued. going? It's complex. Okay, go David, on. it is complex. Okay, David? If our listeners are going to take away one thing mm. from this, yep. from this, I'd like it to be authenticity. Yeah. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Live in your, your own selfhood, your own reality, your own authenticity. Uh-huh. Now, you may notice that I like the concept of holism. 
holisticism, however you like to yeah. to call it. Yeah. What I have is a revolutionary new product. Now, hang on, has he just come on a shilling for something? Shilling? What are you talking? Well, you about? just is this just an advert with you talking? Well, you wanted me to talk about my business. Oh, go on now, then. now. Right, go on, far away. And I was just explaining that I can't because we've got a lot of <coughs> ongoing issues. Right. It's. Uh, but this isn't part of your business. This product. Oh, it will be. It will be. Right. It will revolutionize. Sorry, to the far away. It is called authenticity. Um, it's kind of. Uh, it's an all-purpose lotion. It's not just a lotion. It's a soap. It's a soap, it's, well, it's a bath salt, it's a shower gel, it's a body rub, it's a perfume. You can uh, also use it as um, a, a, a dermal enhancer. Okay. Um, it acts as perfume, deodorant, antiperspirant, and, <laughs> and you can also uh, put it in those, you can also use it in oil burners. You can lie in a bath with your authenticity <laughs> and the smell of your authenticity uh-huh. rising around you. Uh, yeah, but isn't it flammable? Well, it won't be, no. You it said it could be, be used as an oil burner. I said it It will, yeah, well, it can be heated and, like, give off, you know, fumes. But it's fucking flammable then, isn't it? Well, no, it doesn't burn. Oil burners don't burn. What? Well, this one won't. What? Any, this one won't anyway. Look. You know, please okay. don't, please don't. Just cover yourself in authenticity, but don't go near a fucking match, for Christ's sake. Anyway, human th- torch, go on. Anyway, at the moment, it's a concept. Oh, you haven't made it. It's a design concept in progress. We've got a lot of people working on it. Who are any of them chemists? There are chemists involved. Yeah. Who? They're test. N- name them. Test. I can't name them. Don't be. Don't be f- like faux naive. You know that that is not how it works. You've heard of industrial espionage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So right, you are paying chemists to come up with this thing. There's a lot of testing going on. They're being tested on willing human subjects. No animals are being hurt. Well, just humans. Only humans. Oh well, that's all right then. Isn't and it? for for a lot of them, a lot of our test subjects, it is maybe a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, they'll fucking die. To uh, no, no, they're almost certain not to die. It would be very <laughs> unlucky. But if they did, I think you're heading for a fall. I'm a bit worried that this is going to cause lead to another string of lawsuits. We're all heading for a fall. No, I think I've I think I've said it all now. I think you know the word is so out there. That's that's all I can do. Okay, so that's the next venture. That's the lot of lot of ventures. I just want people to be able to sit in their authenticity <laughs> and, and burn. You yep. you like being a martyr, don't you? I, Joan of Arc was a martyr. Yes. Jesus Christ was a martyr. Yes. I'm just some girl trying to get through life. Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye, Bliss. Well, that was that was nice, wasn't it? <sighs> well. <laughs> you right? Well, yeah, mate. You're right. She's, yes, is she yeah. gone? Yes, yeah, she mumbled something as she went... What was that? Might have been goodbye. Right. 
Thanks for tuning in, guys, and uh, lovely to hear from, hear from you. What am I talking about? <laughs> Don't fucking know. Have a merry Christmas. Yeah, have a very merry Christmas, and, and we'll be back in the new year. And we'll be back in the new year for more absolute shite. Oh, do you need to set it up? Oh, dear. Come on. Have you found it, Will? Uh, I thought I had. <coughs> Patreon? No, that's not the fucking... <laughs> Will's trying to find an email, just, just so we know. <coughs> Where's that? Like someone who's never read an email. Fuck off. I, I just don't often do them on this device. <laughs> do you need help? Mm. You'd rather die than get me help from me, wouldn't no, you? No, no. <clears throat> You're such a nana. All I'm trying to do is have some fun. <laughs> I've got a feeling you're not the only one. I want to be all the, you know, the sent emails, old emails. Yeah, where are they? That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying. Can you? Do you need help to get into the sent items folder? Yes. Right. Show me. What the fuck is that? It's AOL. Right. We're there. So now we go there and we go to sent. Gosh, that was. How did you find them? Well, if you just you, you're not in your fucking emails, are you, Spanner? You're just looking I at the, a house. No, I went. I went to that. Right. Yeah. And then you go to that menu there. Oh, well, yes, it's all right. Well, when you know that it's that little fucking liney thing. <laughs> we can all we can all be wise after the event. <laughs> right. Have you got it yet? It's Fuck all, me. It's all very well when we know what we're doing, isn't it? Here we are, 1939 interview. Right. Here we are, right. So, forward. This is painful listening, isn't it? Forward. Come on. Right, two. <coughs> I'm going to stop. That was it, Dave. The listeners don't deserve this. What is it, Dave Culling at? D Culling. D Culling. Music, 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 music. Good evening. <laughs> My little voice. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> I'm Mr. Mousy. <laughs>